What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning, okay, Bruce. Morning. Oh, yeah. Now, see, you already you, you just botched my info, you think? So that was my job, right? What's, yeah. What well, botch, it, that's what it says yeah. on the script here, right? It says it, it botch does, yeah. intro. Thanks, GP. I always say, GP, I always say we don't do any scripts. You're not supposed to spoil oh, it. You're not supposed sorry. to tell the people behind. You're not supposed to tell people behind the scenes what we do. Are we recording? We are. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Oh. We're, yeah. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Go. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> not see. I can't do it. I, I can't do it. All right. Bruce and GP, you guys are both here this morning. We'll just do it that way. Listeners, GP is is busy this morning. I, I can't. I just can't handle it. He's experimenting with uh, with hiking gear, and he has a new sleeping bag, and it is it is green. And I looked at him and I said, "Are you doing your impersonation of? Uh, are you identifying as a uh, as a caterpillar? Is, is that what you're doing?" And of course, he's he's over there. He's laughing so hard. His face is purple. I mean, that's that's how much he's actually he's actually doing. Are, are you actually you're really like you're actually suiting up with it, aren't you? I, I am suiting up with it. This is a I wish I could advertise gear here, but it is a fantastic ultralight mummy bag. This is like it's man. I oof, this thing is crazy light. It's 15 ounces 15 ounces for a sleeping bag. 15 ounces for sleeping bag. Well, this is only a, it's a four, it's a 40, probably a 45 degree. I think it's 45 degree sleeping bag. I wouldn't take it down to 45. I would of course do a cover, but I run, I run um, multiple layers because of how I sleep. And uh, this thing is amazing. I'm, I am crazy impressed for the price. This is the bomb. Is, is that, is that why you're missing an arm? Yes. <laughs> yes. GP uh, removed his arms so he could be uh, the caterpillar this morning. Yeah, so I could and be the caterpillar. Yeah. Yes. So he, he so he could be the caterpillar. And he's also said that uh, once he gets tired of being the caterpillar, he will then hibernate into a cocoon and he will become a butterfly and change his self identity at that point. No, I have to be a pupa for a minute. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Basically. Well, I tell you what. What? I tell you what. Let's uh-huh. um. I'm sorry. What'd you say, Beijing, Joe? Nothing. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, right. When I was younger, Corn Pops. He's a tough dude. <laughs> Corn Pop was a bad dude. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he ran with some dude. bad boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he ran with Special K and. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. So Boston baked beans. Oh, for crying out loud, GP, you're killing me. I'm glad we're having a, a laugh this morning because later on this afternoon, I think we're going to be more serious. Are you going to be? Around, you're going to be around this afternoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll be around this afternoon. I got to right, do some so, research, so I'm sure I'm going to be there. Yeah, okay. I, and I know that, um, I okay, yeah, I, I know that you're going to have some great things to talk about. Just as, just try not to come in mad, okay? If you could do that. <sighs> it's research. Do I ever come in mad with research? Seriously? Every single ever? time. Every single time. Okay, this is this is relatively benign research. I shouldn't be able to come in. I shouldn't come in. Okay. I should be. Fine. All right. Did either one of you know that Earth has a second moon? Uh, my butt's not that big. <laughs> what are we, what What are we defining as a moon? I know. No, I, I'm serious. It's called, no, seriously, if you look this up, I just found this out. Look up mm-hmm. SO 2020 is what they actually call it. And apparently it's, it's something that's, uh, that comes around. It's, it's, they, it's actually Earth's second moon. 
says it will make a close approach to the planet next week before drifting off into space, never to be seen again. What's a second or what second moon? Astronomers call it 2020 SO. Okay, excuse me, 2020 SO. A small object that dropped into Earth Earth's orbit about halfway between our planet and the moon in September of 2020. Temporary satellites like these are known as mini moons. Though calling it a moon is a bit deceptive in this case, in December 2020, NASA researchers learned that the object isn't a space rock at all, but rather the remains of a 1960s rocket booster involved in the American Surveyor missions to the moon. So space cockroaches, uh, as far as... Yeah, I'm going to go with space cockroach debris. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. Awesome. So that's a, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a thing. Looking at the graph, it's, it, it like comes in... And it's going to orbit us like once or twice, and then it's back off again. So that's it then. Like, it can't be that big. We're actually calling it a second moon, can it? No, it's it's a, it's a rocket booster. So it's going to be, uh, at best, it's, you know, at the biggest 100 feet. Okay, so it's a little bit deceptive, the way they're talking about it. But, uh, a, a lot of it. A lot, if that's a lot the case, then we have thousands of moons. The space station's a moon. I mean... Technically, a moon is just a large satellite. Technically, so you know. All right, clickbait. Yeah, uh, th this is from space.com. It's not clickbait. Like this no, is I'm where saying, we. Get it, it's cool. I'm just saying, uh, saying it's a mini moon is like it, it's deceptive. It, it's not that part is clickbait. But the oh yeah, the okay, actual information you. there is is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. All right, uh, GP. How warm is that thing? Uh well, in a house that's 62 degrees, it's. Fahrenheit, it's pretty pretty warm. It's sixty two degrees in your uh, house. How low do you have that air conditioner? Uh air conditioner? <laughs> Are you no, I'm sorry. It's yeah. not legal to you for you to have air conditioners in California. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that's no, illegal out there. Sorry. Yeah, it it will be. Um no, it's uh it's I just keep my house cooler. I I don't know. I'm used to cooler weather. Anyway, all right. Uh, San Francisco. Let's talk a little bit about businesses here. Uh, San Francisco businesses teeter on the brink after a year of lockdowns, fires, and other hurdles. Since lockdowns first hit last March, businesses across the Bay Area, from party supply companies to live music venues, have navigated ever-shifting restrictions. Yeah, the, you talk about ever-shifting restri restrictions. To survive a coronavirus-induced plunge in demand. During the first few weeks of the new year, persistently high virus counts and slow vaccine rollout. <laughs> have further tested the endurance of these companies with the entire sections of U.S. economy still frozen in amber and lingering uncertainty around additional fiscal relief under the new administration. Small business owners in the Bay Area and across the country are increasingly anxious about their future. How bad is it in San Fran? Do you know? Do you talk to anyone up there? Everyone I know is left. You don't know so, anybody else in San Fran? No, not anymore. No, everyone's pretty much gone. It's turned... <sighs> I don't... I, I've really haven't you probably know more honestly than i do what's going on over there i do know some people i try not to even pay attention yeah. because i understand the homeless situation has increased I, I mean i get little messages about you know some of the food bank stuff and uh you know wanting support and all that kind of stuff but the uh other than that i don't know i don't know what's going on with the politicians i don't know what's going on with real estate i, I i'm pretty clueless i heard the population boom we got a population boom in the homeless okay there's there's what i know pop, pop, the homeless population is in a boom um, sep we got a lot of septic problems. We've got a lot of, uh, uh, diseases we haven't seen in a while sticking around. Um, COVID's not affecting the homeless population. I know that. Yeah, that I know. What were you going to say, Bruce? I, I heard the snow shovel, uh, business is doing really well there. Oh, yeah. It's and by snow, you mean though. snow? No, I mean, <laughs> it begins with an SH. 
Yeah. yeah. Pressure washers are in high demand, too, as well, I think. Well, yeah. Pressure washers, yeah. Uh, financial distress in the uh, is particularly acute in the San Francisco Bay Area since the first shelter-in-place order took effect in San, Fran, or San Francisco in mid-March. The city has seen a 45% drop in the number of open small businesses, according to a new data compiled by the San Francisco Chamber of Commerce. That's one of the things that people don't really understand is San Francisco. It's not really reported. San Francisco never reopened. Not fully. They, they never reopened. A lot of places were closed down for an entire year, an entire year, a city locked down for an entire year. I mean, that's I, we're going to talk about some lockdown stuff today and a lot of the things that's uh, that are all on the sides of um, uh, what the lockdowns have caused. But th- this is I, I'm, I'm sorry, politically, there's going to be hell to pay. On the other side of this, there's going to be hell to pay for this. During the first few weeks of 2021, persistently high virus counts and a slow vaccine roll. Yeah, okay. State of California has begun to relax restrictions as infection rates finally begin to drop. Funny how that happens now. That's impossible. How is that impossible? How can infection rates drop if we have a larger pool? Meaning? More, more people are infected. Verify more people being infected is more people to infect others. Yeah, but they're just saying that the numbers are dropping. Oh, because we're wearing four masks? Well, yeah, and and mark my words, GP, mark my words. That four mask thing, you're laughing about that? And and we are laughing about that whole, you know, the the, the absurdity of it? It is a joke. Well, hell, one's a joke in this case. But regardless, they're going to say that these measures that they're taking with this, when with the vaccines that are out there, what we're assuming are vaccines, with these things... And with this this masking lunacy that they're doing, they're going to say, oh, look, look, see, our methods are working. And it was those of you that did it. That's the reason those cases are dropping. And that's the justification mm. they're going to use to relax some of for, some of it for a little bit, which will get the populations that are angry to back down slightly. And then it will allow, it'll allow them to come back on it later. Just my opinion. Already, the, the White House is already telling Florida to lock down. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the White House that's saying um, uh, this is this is why DeSantis in uh, Florida was saying lockdowns don't work and we're not going to do it. The White House was saying they need to. All right. This comes after a recently released White House coronavirus task force report that recommended the closures of bars, restaurants and gyms in Florida. And DeSantis said no. Uh, DeSantis, he says we believe every job is essential. You work in a restaurant, we have your back. If you are a hairstylist, we protect your right to earn a living. And if you are a parent, we ensure your kids have the right to in-person learning. Lockdowns do not work. That sounds like hate speech to me, doesn't it? Well, clearly they do want uh, grandma and grandpa to die. Yeah, I mean, they, that's exactly what it is. They just want people to die. Is, I mean, isn't that, isn't that what it is? Yeah. You mean they're not uh, dead yet? Damn it. Well, I mean, they're, they're doing a great job. At, at trying to um, kill the older generations, see they they they're Florida led by focusing uh, their vaccination efforts on people over sixty five. Uh, really? Well, if they're the if they're, well the yeah, I can see where they're going. That was sarcasm, by the way. I mean, I know, but I can see where they're going. I see where they're yeah. going, though. I mean, you're you're vulnerable. Your most vulnerable community. Yes. Don't you want to um, ensure that they get a vaccine? So, uh, assuming the word you know, used the, loosely. Yeah, assuming the yeah, assuming the vaccine is effective and it does protect you from COVID, yes, you would want to give it to the people that are mm-hmm. most vulnerable first. Uh, it makes sense. Um, unlike, for example, my favorite uh, governor Cuomo, mm-hmm. who decided yeah, to give yeah, it yeah. to the minority groups first, 
And because of his policies, 66% of their vaccines had to be thrown out because of the racist policies he put in place. What what do you mean by racist? Meaning minority groups get it first. Whites do not. Elderly do not. It it doesn't matter your age group. It doesn't matter. If you're black, you you can have a vaccine. If you're white, you cannot. Blacks aren't the only minority, you know. I understand. I'm using them because that we just had the race riots and all that, and blah, okay. blah, blah. I, I, I use okay. them specifically. So because many of us are off white. <laughs> I mean, technically, <laughs> even though I'm very white, technically I am a part of a minority group. So what what did you say earlier, GP? Was it uh, so, someone else, so, some others, or something? Oh, something else. Someone, something, something else. Something else. Th- those of us, those of us with uh, native. Of indigenous population heritage, we were uh-huh. notified as being something else. Something mm-hmm. else. So you know, Asians were Asians, blacks were blacks, Hispanic, you know, the, the Latin community was Latin community, everybody was everybody, except for those, the indigenous populations are considered something else. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> Which, not, by you. the way, CNN. It, yeah. Thank you, not, CNN, CNN, by the way, that's for inclusive. letting us know yeah, as inclusive. we are something else. Yes. No, you, awesome. you got it wrong. It's not, it's not the Latino community or. Yeah. Yeah. According to these same people that are saying something else, uh-huh. that group is Latinx. Oh, Latin Latinx, right, right. Sorry. Am my, I hearing? Am my I hearing is, species? Just because I speak Spanish does am not I hearing, mean am I, hearing I should speciesism? know. This, I should know this. <laughs> uh, am I What's hearing that? speciesism? Is that is that what I'm hearing here? Yeah. You know, we should really get into that. <laughs> speciesism. <laughs> yeah, speciesism is very important. I could not I, believe I, what I was actually hearing out of these loons. Speciesism. So, okay, if you call somebody something that's an animal, like uh, you know, a chicken, you know, somebody dog. would be scared of something, or or a dog. If you walk up and you say, "Hey, what's up, dog?" You know that that it's kind of Peter, by the way. Is it, it's Peter. Yeah, it's Peter. They actually put it's it out Peter. on their on their Twitter. That is just. That is absolutely the most ridiculous thing. Um, yeah, it's a great definition. The assumption of human superiority leading to the exploitation of animals. The very also the veganism. I was going to say the very basis of veganism. Okay, well, uh, hold I, on I'm a second. Not, okay, don't don't have anything against vegans, please. please what, don't, what, well, don't hold on a second. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because hold on about veganism. I, I'm on Peter's Twitter feed right now. Okay, mm-hmm. and they say please. This is a campaign they got going on. Say please urge Long John Silver's and Captain D's to sell vegan fish. Mm-hmm. What what's vegan fish? It's not fish. It's like uh, it's like that meat substitute. Delicious. So it's like an it's, to- it's like an it's impossible tofu fish. Yeah, like an impossible burger, but fish. Uh, I don't. I don't even think it's like an impossible burger. Impossible burger is. Um, <laughs> it's a chemically altered uh, version of. Uh, well, it's like tofu and peas and all kinds of yes. stuff that they've chemically mixed together to make it somewhat taste like meat or trying to mimic it. The fish one. I, I don't. I don't think we have anything that's fish based yet. The company that does the impossible burger is trying to do beef and pork first. No, 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 but I'm not saying it's impossible. I think there's another company because I, I remember in Malaysia, I ate a product that was supposed to mimic it and it's vegetarian. So it may be the same kind of product. OK, so just to be clear right now, I'm not sitting here bashing on PETA because I I agree with some of the things like when they talk about like animal rights and stuff. OK, I, mm-hmm. I'm all on board with that. Right. Because animals mm-hmm. should be treated as humanely as humanly possible. Absolutely. I, I'm not for the inhumane treatment of any living being. I don't care what it is, uh, except for except for weeds. I don't like weeds. Those are I mean, if you want to call that a living being. OK, you're but, being a speciesist again. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I'm just one saying. man's weed 
is another man's hey i'm getting high what speciesism it's just the most ridiculous thing all right let's uh let's get into my favorite thing gp we're doing these just because you're here this week in campus insanity i love these things I, i love these things this is a weekly roundup of the craziest developments at the u.s's 4,000 plus institutions of quote higher education. So let's start with education. They they say high, yeah, high education. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Professors seek to ban books from Trump administration officials. A handful of protesters joined a group from publishing professionals demanding that companies refuse to work with Trump administration alumni on book deals. So if you were part of the Trump administration and you want to write a book, you can no longer get published. That's what they're calling for. We didn't see this in history, right, where they were burning books or anything. We never seen that, right? This is this is a new trend, right? Right. Um, uh, gee whiz. There was that. I mean, there was just that little mix up in Germany back in the 1930s, uh, 20s and 30s. I, it was just, yeah, it was some mm. some uh, aesthetic wacko back then that um, that decided that he was going to you know, burn all the books. And it's just it's slipping my mind right now. Mm. Mm. Some fascist dictator. Fa- fascist. It, well, he was a fascist. Was he? he was. Yeah, he was a fat. Yeah, he was a fascist. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Anyone from the Trump administration saying that from anyone in the opposite side to burn books uh, or not mm-hmm. allow publishing of books. I, I don't recall that. If you've got a better idea that's a winning idea, present it and we'll argue those ideas. It's that simple. What part of that do people not understand? What, what part of that do people not get? It's kind of like the Second Amendment where it says shall not be infringed, you know. Fair point. Well, Simple. when you redefine what the word fringed infringed means. That's right, GP. Yeah, that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can they call it a pandemic? Well, you just change the meaning of what a pandemic is. How do you define what a vaccine is? Well, you just change the definition of what a vaccine is, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I got Beautiful. some notes to read from. A friend of mine just sent a bunch of uh-huh. silver. So I, I can't All right, well, I'll tell you what. Look them. over that research and lay it on us later on today. Uh, <laughs> I universe- will. Yeah, I'm sure you will. University of Pennsylvania Dental School creates LGBTQ plus fund to identify bias in dentistry. The University of Pennsylvania School of Dental Medicine receives $50,000 for an LGBTQ plus fund with the goal of identifying LGBTQ plus based biases in the dental profession in ways to dispel them and ways to uh, dispel them. How does that happen? I'm, I'm, I'm not. Ed, so... First of all, how is a dentist targeting those individuals specifically? Like what what benefit does it have? I, I don't really care about the sexual orientation of my dentist. I, I don't really care. No, no. Or, or, or vice versa. If I'm a dentist, I don't care what my clients like. And honestly, uh, let, let's say the guy is a bigot or, or the guy or woman or whatever. Let's say they are a bigot and they do have a problem with uh, uh, someone being it's their practice. They can refuse business to whoever whoever they wish, and you can stop doing not business. Not in this fascist, not as in the, this fascist country. But as I, the patient, I understand, but I'm saying constitutionally. But as the patient, you don't have to go there if you don't like it. Yeah, it's not like there's a monopoly on you know one company owns. Yes, every there is. Dentist. Yes, there is. The other thing is, is uh, as you said, it, what was it that the practice gets shut down or they lose their license? What what was it there that you at the end you kind of uh, it says and. It says that, uh, let me see, identifying uh, bias basis uh, in the uh-huh. dental profession and ways to dispel them. Oh, oh dispel them. Okay. that I, I, I misinterpreted that and thought dispel them as in end their practice. Not oh, like revoke them. their, yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah, get rid of their practice. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Indiana University refers to terrorist as a, I'm not joking, as a social activist. Okay, Indiana- so... <laughs> 
Wait, so so those of us that are now domestic terrorists because of what the uh, Homeland Security has said are terrorists now, right? Which is anybody that's a conservative, you're a terrorist. Anybody so, that has an opposing point of view doesn't matter if it's necessarily a conservative. If you have an well, opposing point of view, well, specifically what they said is if you have a problem with uh, immigration and you were effectively a Trump supporter in yeah. the sense of you had problems with the voting, you know. Or, well, they even uh, looped in libertarians into that too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, religious, you know, all that stuff. If yeah. Anyway, if anybody can see GP right now, he's got he's he's sitting bundled up in this this bright green and I mean bright lime green sleeping bag. Oh, and he's green. just he's sitting back there with just this horrible look on his face. <laughs> I'm sitting here. <laughs> That's just his face. That's just me. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's his face. He's very I try not to relax. I try yeah. not to relax. <laughs> <laughs> It scares people. <laughs> Indiana University recommended that students read terrorist Asada Shakur's autobiography and referred to her as a social activist. Shakur made the FBI's most wanted list in 2013 for a series of crimes, including hijacking a plane, murdering a police officer and being involved with the Black Liberation Army. Those are the groups that are around showing up with guns all the time. Yeah. The, the ones that, yeah. uh, that that had an accidental discharge and shot three Here's of Here's my own. question. Why are they telling you to support somebody that murdered people? Well, it's a social activist, GP. It's not a terrorist. Okay, so they want you to read somebody that murdered people. Yes, GP. Awesome. That's woke logic. That's woke logic. That's what they do. Actually, part of me is not against reading those because I would like people to read things like, Mein Kampf, for example, and look mm. at the lunacy in the history. Yeah, you know, same thing right. with Communist same Manifesto. Communist Manifesto. Look at the lunacy that we have in the in history that we've um, yeah. overcame, and you know, be educated. You know, it, it it is that it is what you say, just for historical. Purposes. But the way that sounded is that you should read it and take notes so you can follow yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's the way they made it sound. Yeah, you're right. University of Illinois withholds Wi-Fi from students who fail to comply with COVID policies. This is what we talked about with, uh, I think it was Texas University, said if you miss three COVID tests whenever they say, then, well, you're you're expelled for the semester or you don't get access for the semester or whatever. You might as well be expelled because they won't give you access to any of the systems. University of Illinois students who do not follow lockdown policies could lose access to Compass, a tool used to access and submit class assignments, as well as university and wi- or university Wi-Fi and Zoom. So who pays who here? It's a very good point. Who's paying whom? Yeah. I believe it's the proper English, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, is it not you, the student, that's paying the college? So aren't, isn't the customer always right? Isn't, uh, isn't you would think so. A, hmm. So shouldn't you be, I, I don't know, um, dictating a little bit more uh, since you're the one paying the money? Shouldn't you be telling them no and, you know, or completely backwards. Why don't you just, you know, go to college and pay to be indoctrinated? Sounds great, right? Speaking of indoctrination. Yeah, speaking of indoctrination. Speaking of indoctrination, listen to this one. Middlebury College professor advocated demilitarizing whiteness so that white people can become human. To preserve American democracy, we're not a democracy. Professor Jonathan Miller Lane said that, and I'm quoting here, whiteness must be demilitarized so that bodies designated as white might become human. He's probably a weird white guy saying that. That would be my guess. I I, I don't know what to say to that one. I mean, I, I didn't know we were militarized. 
as I, white people. I, I don't know. Every every day it seems to be something else. I mean, it's just like this is this is what happens when you when you're a society that closes mental institutions after 30 years. This is what you get right here, right there. That's what you get when you don't put well, people mean, like this in an in an asylum because of listen to how crazy that is. That's insane. That is insane. If someone was saying that in the 1950s, they'd be put in a straitjacket and screaming in a padded room for the rest of their days. Uh, how many students? This, this is legitimately how many students that go there. How many of you stood up against your professors and and voiced a, a, or, or you know just I don't know questioned them? Not even. It, I don't know. It, it just seems like they're so indoctrinated coming up in schools that they're not even, are they not old enough to think for themselves yet? Uh, no, like- no. In universities, you don't, you don't think you do as you're told. I mean, that's, that's what it is. I mean, if you go to a university, the first thing, because odds are they might come from a, a crazy home anyway, if they even had a home, because of what's been done to the family unit over the last 50 years. So if they if they don't have that three-sided education, which, Bruce, you and I talked about juvenile delinquency at one point in time, if you don't have yeah. that at that three-sided or even four-sided in a lot of cases, education in your upbringing, then you get to a university, you're away from home for your first time, you're scared, you don't really know what's going on, you show up to a new place, and you get out and you you get around one of these, these whacked-out lunatic professors like that, one of the crazy nihilistic types, and they fill your head full of this nonsense. And then you come out of the university thinking that that is the way of the world, and it's not. It's not. Nothing could be further from the truth. University of California professor claims that heterosexuality is tragic. University of California Riverside professor Jane Ward wrote an article for Insider in which she said that the straight relationships are tragic because of inherent inequality. Now, I'll be the first to tell you that I really don't care how someone lives their life. Whatever their sexual preference is, that's their business. I don't care. If they're happy that way, great. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for them. But because I'm not living like that now, I, it's it's tragic. I, I don't understand. So because I just got done saying that I, I'm accepting of that. But yet, if not everyone lives like that, then it's tragic. Is that my understanding? Well, yeah, because it's a uh, it, I guess they're saying because there's sexism in the relationship. Are they saying I don't that know. all relationships that are heterosexual are the the man's in charge and the woman is the, uh, I, the the subordinate is that what they're I guess, implying? There? I don't know. I would have to read the article from Insider that this professor wrote to understand. I guess that, that's that's an archaic like uh, that 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 was taught for a time in like Christianity and and Judaism and whatnot. Like that that comes from that they teach that if you will, right? That's been done away with for a long time. Like that wasn't I was brought brought up Christian. That wasn't even the thing. Uh, so I, I don't. know. I don't know where they're getting that. What a lot of people get this is from misinformation. It's like having a straight person explain a gay relationship. A gay person is not going to be able to explain a straight relationship. It's just a perspective issue. And that's what goes on along with this stuff. It's just misinformation, not having the correct information. So just because all your relationships are this way doesn't mean everyone's relationships are that way. So basically the idea that you have one masculine, one feminine, Mm -hmm. that idea is the... That that that's what's sexist, right? Is that basically what it so, is? So yeah, they're breaking it down further with the identity game with with that, and then looking at um, looking at gender with it. So they're they're ide- assigning the gender to the to the identity. I, I don't get it. Well, <laughs> well I, maybe I'm overanalyzing. Be, I, aren't I we know. supposed to be gen? Aren't we supposed to be genderless? How dare you recognize a gender? Yes, GP. We're well, we're non-binary, uh, mermaid, queen kings, all of us. Yes. That, that's what I was getting at. Is is uh, so. When when you talk to someone in a in a homosexual relationship, 
typically you see that trend, right? It, there's typically one that's no. more the dominant and one that's not. Dominant relationship by personalities, yes, but not dominant right. relationship by a masculine, feminine, masculine, feminine right. scenario. Yeah, there is somebody that's my, more dominant relationship. This is siblings are that way. Siblings, my, you'll find that in siblings for sure. My point in that is that can be construed as saying one's more masculine and one's more feminine because typically it's labeled as men are more dominant, right? That, that, mm. So basically what I'm saying, it's a misconception between the two. So when you try to explain it, I'm, I'm overanalyzing exactly what was being said that it's just, it's just the two parties are not able to describe one another. Yes, I agree with that. They're not. All right. We are out of time this morning, gentlemen. Last words on that, GP? We all suck. <laughs> and GP's a caterpillar <laughs> this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag, we all suck. All right, we got it. I am a caterpillar and yeah. you all are space cockroaches. Yeah, we're got space it. cockroaches. That's right. All right. We are going to have to go. So we will see uh, the two of you later on this afternoon. And uh, I think Ned might pop in. Not sure. Hope he does. But uh, anyway. Yes. All right. We are going to have to go. So uh, thank you guys for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning. 